Hello and welcome to Hour of Healing. I am your weekly host, Joe Debra. And yes, this is season two of Hour of Healing. Friends, we are so excited that you chose to be with us today. We thank you so much for all your support and continuously following with us in season one. Friends, there is no argument. We went through some really tough questions and discussions, but I believe that we were all better for it because as your weekly host, I was better for it. I cannot emphasize enough the things that we will be discussing in season two. I promise you, you will be blessed each and each every week. We have some powerful guests also joining us from time to time. But today we have our sister Candace Phoebe hosting, yes, yours truly for our very first section. So let's welcome sister Candace and take <laughs> it right from there. Sister Candace, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Joe. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, happy New Year. We thank God that we have made it. Yes, we made it. We thank God. And yes, we are here to discuss another topic to learn and to see where God wants to take us in this new year. Um, so the topic for today's discussion is the people we meet obtaining help. And basically, it's all about help, 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 you know. Any question you have that is centered around help, we are praying to God to, you know, dive in and go in depth so we can all see how we can gain or obtain help in this year, 2024. So God bless you for joining us today, um, Dr. Joe. Yes, uh, Sister Candice, uh, thank you so much. Uh, as you rightly said, it's all about help, help, help. You know, um, uh, we ended season one talking about the certainty of success, that our success in life is guaranteed. Now, I want our viewers to understand, as I sat down, as I prayed, as I meditated, um, a few things that we need in order for this success to be a certain fact because you know everything as we talked about or you may have heard me say that all things all things good i should say come from god but they come mm -hmm. through men and if they come through men then we need to know the things or what we have to do in order to access the help of men Right. And so um, we are certainly setting the foundation uh, to be able to build on. And as we go through, I will be giving you just some uh, tidbits and hints about certain topics that we'll be talking about in the near future, which are all geared towards helping us ensure or realize this certainty of success that we ended season one with. Because, you know, Stakendis, um, the people we meet, um, I believe it's a, a, a song that says that be careful with the people you meet on your way up because they are the same people you meet on your way down. And um, the interesting thing is nobody stays at the top for eternity. Nobody does. No matter how long or how uh, satisfying your level of impact is, you don't stay at the top for eternity you know? aging alone will bring your impact or your influence down because mm -hmm. a time will come that you will not be able to reach uh by virtue of your age and your health you might not be able to reach the same people that you were reaching so 
accessing the help of men is so crucial and so important. And by the grace of God, we will be diving into it more today. So I can't wait. <laughs> yes, yeah, so exciting. Um, you know, when you were saying something about um, when you're climbing up, be careful the people that you meet because they're the same people you'll meet when you're coming down. And it, um, the revelation that I just that just occurred to me is that it's everybody a helper can everybody be a helper you know a man of god once said that when you pray for a deliverer or when you pray to god for a, a helper or a deliverer or somebody to help you through something or for god himself to help you through something he said expect a person mm. expect someone so when you pray to god god is not gonna come down in his form to help you he said expect a man a woman so my question here is in that expectation or in that mindset and with the um, analogy that you gave, can everyone be a helper? Who is a helper in, in actuality? Who is a helper? Is it specific people? How can we, you know, um, identify them? Or is it anybody that we meet? They can be of help to us. Absolutely, Sister Candice. Uh, that's uh, a good way to start uh, our conversation. And yes, who is a helper? You know, a helper simply defined is any person who makes life or performance of life specific task easier. Simply put, that is who a helper is. At least that's how I defined it. And so um, right from there, you get to uh, the place where you realize that there cannot be a helper without a task or life. You need a helper because you are on a journey of life. Mm. Uh, you are performing specific tasks. And we okay. will be diving into why sometimes we miss our helpers in that okay. sense. Uh, I may be oversimplifying, but um, I think... Uh, in my humble opinion, that everybody in the world knows that helpers are important. Yes. Even those who reject help know that helpers are important. Very. But, uh, and, and I think the reason is because everybody uh, in one way or the other knows that the success that they enjoy did not solely come by their efforts alone as a matter of fact even with the most powerful of men when we come to whether spiritual or physical but even in a spiritual sense all successful ministers know that their success in life did not come without help right. and so uh not in academics not in career not in parenting not in ministry as i said we all need help after all God gave his children a helper right. when Jesus left. That's how important it is. And there is an adage that says that whenever you see a turtle on the pole, you have to realize that that turtle had help. So um, before we dive into this, um, there's a story um, about a man who had an infirmity, uh, a disease, and um, he, during this disease, learned about the fact that there is a pool, um, oh. that if he goes to the pool, he will be able to get his healing. He did his homework and realized that this pool, once every year or once a season, an angel comes and stirs up the water. And so whoever goes into the pool after the water is stirred is able to get healing. 
So this man was able to get to the side of the pool. We don't know how he got there, but he got there. Unfortunately, a, a season became a couple of years. Mm -hmm. That unfortunately, this man laid at the pool for 38 bad years. Now mm -hmm. imagine having the rest the requisite knowledge, having the all the information you need to get it's your nice. healing from what is plaguing be in proximity to where you can get your healing but still be there for 38 years yeah. now when the healer came and met this man and said do you want to be well what the man said was i have no helper mm -hmm. i have no help why did he say that because he realized that he was not lacking in academics he was not lacking in scale he was not lacking in proximity as a matter of fact he could see the pool but he did not have anyone to help him get there hmm. what i'm trying to say is every stage of life that we are in you may have all the necessary information or skill or talent but don't underestimate the value of a helper. And that's why I think this topic is so important. Very, very important because I think sometimes we, we undermine the necessity or the need for help in our lives. And I, I'm praying that this discussion or this um, topic or podcast today will actually bring an awareness where we actually go seek for a helper. Mm. You know, it's something that we kind of, are um, redundant, like we stay back and let it come to us. But I think we, it's hard time that we go for, or we go seeking for helpers in whatever we are pursuing in life. And it's funny how you brought up that story because in the beginning of um, creation, I should say in the beginning of time, whatever God did at the end of the day, he, he made a statement, a helpmate. You know, I've given you a woman as a helpmate, mm. um, regardless of everything else that he created around Adam. He still felt like this man will not survive without a helper, you know, and that's how Eve um, came to be about. So even God himself has that intention of a helper. And like you mentioned, when Jesus came on this earth, he knew he needed helpers. So mm. he did not call the disciples just to keep on his legacy. But he needed them to to establish it, to even start it in the first place. So it's so profound, um, um, Dr. Joe, how you elaborated it. But how do we get these helps? Um, like I said before, it's our time. We go seeking for them. But <laughs> Absolutely. How, though, Absolutely. <laughs> so, so you can go seek for it, right? But um, <laughs> that's um, so key and so important how we get help. Because, Sister Candice, I kid you not. The truth or the simple fact is all help comes through relationships. All help. It doesn't matter whether it's divine help, physical help, spiritual help, all help come through relationship. And you know, this occurred to me when I was, um, I, I, we, as I had mentioned to you, we're working on a book um, that we hope to be able to get out end of this year. And um, one of the chapters that I talk about in the book is relationships. Um, we talk about both romantic and non-romantic relationships. And I realized that um, 
relationships have a pivotal role to play, not just as a measure of success, but as a means of success. And so uh, we will be talking about relationships uh, later on, but please let's get this down. All help comes through relationships, whether divine connections, which is relationship with the divine, or whether through nature, which is with the world, um, with creation as we know it, or with human beings, connection through human beings. Every help that you need in life comes by virtue of one or a combination of these three things. And I want our hearers or our listeners to uh, pay close attention to this because I think if you don't know where your help is coming from, the chances of you missing out on the help is very high. And so know this, that your help in life will either come through your divine relationship with God or your relationship with nature, creation as we know it, or relationship with people. And we will spend a lot of time talking about relationship with people. So how do we get help? Once we understand this premise or this foundation that all help comes through relationships, then we are able to go to the nitty gritties of them, one of which I believe is obedience. Remember um, in season one, we talked about healing through obedience. And I say obedience because uh, weekly followers uh, have heard me say time and over that the person you obey has a responsibility to you. And so if you are going to get help, you need to be in a state of obedience. Obedience to the fact that once you have submitted yourself to obey what your helper has for you to do, then you can realize that help. There are so many people who want help from others, but won't obey them. Now, ask yourself this question. If I will not obey when you ask me to cast the net to the side, how am I going to catch the fish? Right. If you will not take the step, if someone says, okay, I'm giving you a check for a million dollars, I hope somebody gives me that check. <laughs> I'm giving you a check for a million dollars, but I want you to take it to Bank of America and cash it. But don't go till January 20th. And I take the check from the person's hand. And I decide, first of all, to go and cash it at the credit union. Mm-hmm. And I go on January 1st instead of January 20th. Do you think I will get that money? No. So without obedience, I forfeit help. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important and so key. The other way we get help is uh, through humility. And I will spend time uh, in our subsequent recordings. I don't know the date for this yet, but we will talk about humility as uh, the virtue or as the means to get help. Uh, we have it's a whole section that I have, uh, by the grace of God, put together both humility and relationships, and I pray that we right. will have the time to be able to talk about them at a later time. But you know, humility um, is not foolishness. <clears throat> humility is realizing that you are not all sufficient. <clears throat> 
And once you get to that place where you know you are not all sufficient, you are able to seek help and get help. Mm -hmm. Some people in life are, uh, lack the help that they need because they are too proud to seek help. Yeah. And That's so you get help by being humble. You get help by realizing that no matter where you are in life, no matter how powerful you are, you need others. Mm. And then the uh, next way that I will talk about, I believe this will be uh, the third point. Um, okay. uh, the other way that we get help is through our level of success or our level of impact. And um, hear this, because I, I believe it's so profound. Your impact in life will drive people to support you. Mm. Those who climb the ladder of success in life will always have someone to push them. Mm. If you do not make an impact, if you are not successful or strive for success, it's very difficult for someone to invest in you because let's be honest, my dear listener, if you do not believe in yourself to put yourself in a position to make an impact, why will somebody believe or waste their time on you? Mm. And so your level of impact or success, even if it's for it's to two people, I, I find it difficult to, um, uh, to accept when people claim they are successful but have not influenced anyone, it mm. could be a child, it could be anyone, even two people, my dear listener, that you will invest your time and your effort and your abilities in. Because if you do not climb this ladder of success, believe you me, People will not support you. People will not invest in you. And yeah. we will talk more about that when we talk about uh, relationships, uh, when we talk specifically about strategic relationships. Because mm -hmm. I believe that this is so profound and this has caused so many people to um, be deficient in the help that they so desperately need that they are not making any impact or they are not influencing anything. And so they lack the support that they will need again those who climb the ladder of success in life will never lack people to push them they will always have someone to push them yeah. for instance if you have a company that is doing well and you employ interns and some of the interns don't like the way you do things the fact that your company is successful will always guarantee that you have <laughs> interns yeah so climb the ladder of success my dear listener and you will certainly have help um the fourth or the fifth thing that i want to talk about um ties in into this and that is uh, your visions and your dreams if you do not dream if you don't have a vision what help would you need I I because i say that because um your dream or your vision determines the kinds of help that you need. Yeah. And so if you do not dream, if you do not have that vision, how do you get help? How do you even know the kind of help you know you need? So you get help 
by having dreams and having visions, have a purpose in mind. Pursue the purpose of your maker. And that alone, the fact that you have a vision, you have a dream, you have something you are working towards will ensure that help has come your way. That's and true. then maybe I should list one more and then um, we, we will move on to the next uh, question. And that is um, you get help by making known your needs. If you do not let your needs be known, you will not get help. You know, in the Ghanaian language, there is um, uh, an adage that says that if you sell your disease or your sickness, that is when you get medicine for it. Um, I don't know how to um, translate it well, but I believe that um, what that is uh, trying to say whenever it's being uh, spoken, is that if your needs are not known, then the help you need doesn't come. And so, my dear listener, are your needs known? I'm not saying that go sit on social media and broadcast your <laughs> needs or the things that you want, as some people do. No, I am not in that business, and I will not advocate for that. But your needs being known, can be from your diligence in doing what you have been given to do. Because when people see your diligence in what you are doing, your commitment to success, your commitment to the company or the, to, the, to the job place, when they see that, oh, you are always on time, whether it snows, whether there's a storm, whether it rains, then that pushes someone to ask the question, Oh, what kind of transportation means does this person take to get to work? And then they realize that you do not have that means of transportation. Dear listener, listening to me, please, the people who we see companies buy cars for and all those things, they don't go around telling everybody, I need a car or I need a motorcycle. They commit to their work. They dedicate themselves to their work. And I believe it was recently that I was uh, listening to a, a Chick-fil-A giveaway or something. And even at our church during Christmas, they gave away cars to some widows. And every single one of them, one after the other, about nine of them, the way they talk about them is they are so committed to what we are doing here as a church. And so we felt that we have to help their need. You get what I mean? And so... The fact that you dedicate yourself to the job, then your manager might go and ask your co-worker what kind of car you even drive. And then they say, oh, she doesn't even drive. He doesn't even drive. Then your manager says, then how is she able to make it on time every day? Maybe this is a person we need to help or support with giving that person a car. You see what happens. And so your need being known, it's not you going about broadcasting it. Is you committing to what you already have. And once you do that, the people around you who are benefiting from what you are impacting them with will most likely get to know your need and support you. So these are some of the few ways that I, I believe we do get help. Yes. And I just want to elaborate on a few, add on to a few of them, um, listeners, because um, I have this there's a little story I want to add in because it ties in what you mentioned about um, 
being humble, basically. There was um, a young lady that I, I, I can see this girl needs help. I, but it's, you could see a wall around her. There is mm. no way in penetrating through to, you know, help that person. And it, it wasn't like I had the what it took to help them, say mm. if they are not driving. I knew I didn't have money to drive, uh, buy them a car or anything <laughs> like that. But it's, th th there is something God laid on my heart to help that person. I didn't know how. But it's just there was so much wall around this person. And so I messaged them one day and I said, I can help you. I don't know how, but I can help you. But what I need from you is to let your guard down for mm. me. You have to be able to open up and let me tell you, I messaged that person, say, if it's the 1st of January, mm -hmm. they got back to me three months after that. Wow. That's how long it took for them to, to, to accept the invitation to be humble. Mm -hmm. So they needed the help, but the fact that, the fact that they, they, they couldn't bring yourself to a certain level is what deprived them for that three months period. Imagine what they could have done. So mm -hmm. like how Dr. Joe is saying, um, humility is so deep. It's so, so deep. Somebody can tell you half of their story and they will tell you, you did not help me. Or I told you and it was in vain, but you didn't open up completely. And when you put a guard up, you are, you are being prideful of because you are not completely letting the person know your weakness, your shortcomings, what you have done and failed. You know, so when we are seeking for these helps, we have to be humble. It, it, it goes a long way. We have to completely. It doesn't matter if the person is younger than you, older than you. If that person is to help you, you have to come down. You have to come down. And for better lack of worse, come beneath them. Because you don't know the kind of help they're going to um, use to help you. And I just wanted to add on to, I think um, Dr. Joe mentioned it. He said, um, know your needs. And it was a, um, a note that I made for communication. Know how to communicate. Because like I said, you can half tell me your story or tell someone your story and will not get the help. So know how to communicate um, your help. And I think we can, you know, uh, um, breakthrough from there. And um, with the storyline you mentioned with your church member about, you know, she being of help to the church and sooner or later the, the, the church found it of need to buy her a car, brought my attention to the fact that when we help others, um, we, uh, we attract helpers for our need. Yes. So you want to help, you want, you want help, you're praying to God for help, you want to obtain help, um, helpers in your life, but your hands are folded. You know, somebody is in need of something, you know, you can give it, you are not. And sometimes it does not even require your strength, maybe an advice. Talk to that person. You see someone is sad. You can comfort them. God has given you the grace to comfort somebody, encourage somebody, just the literalest way. But we, 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 we want it, but we don't want to give it. So you can also master the art of giving or helping and that also can attract the help that we also need. Yeah, you know, Sister Candice, I uh, agree that you brought that point up. Uh, I listed it here, but I skipped over <laughs> just because of time. But I think it's, so, it's <laughs> very important because, you know, um, uh, sometimes 
uh, I, I say to people that the reason why sometimes we are so resistant to health is because we don't know what it means to help someone. If you have really committed yourself to helping someone in need, and I mean committed yourself, if you have done that, then you know what it means to humble yourself and get help. Yeah. You know what it means to, uh, to be obedient in getting help. And so I think that that actually goes in two ways. Um, like I said, I skipped over it, but I'm so grateful to God that uh, he prompted you to bring it up because it's very important that if you need help, find somebody else and help. Yeah. You, you will be shocked. You will it's be so amazed. You'll be blown away by the means through which you get help. I will tell you a story in um, the second section uh, about uh, John G. Lake, an evangelist who um, departed and went to uh, South Africa for missions. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think it's so profound um, when I read about his story. But when you need help, find somebody who needs help and help them. And before you know it, even the person that you are helping, you may think they are poor, you may think they don't have anything, but they may have a connection to someone yeah. or they may have a knowledge about yeah. something that you did not know that will open the doorway for your help. And so, um, friends, there are ways to get help. Yeah. And we will continue. Yes, we just have to open ourselves up to it. Absolutely. and be able to recognize it and um i don't know if um when someone helps you uh, get getting help or obtaining help bring healing in our lives mm -hmm. you know um and i wonder if i want to um say if for example again if i want a car mm -hmm. how is someone buying me a car bringing healing in my life, you know? And so we want to talk about that and discuss that. So we know the importance of help. You know, you, you are probably just thinking, oh, I need money for my bills. Someone gave me money for my bills. That's it. I, I have a place to stay. I'm done. But there is a deeper aspect of help and that is healing. And that's what we want to talk about. So how does um, helping or how does helpers bring healing? Absolutely, Sister Candice. Um, and for the sake of our time, I will list these. I'm not going to elaborate on them. And then we will be able to pick up on the explanations of them because it's uh, pretty lengthy. So we will pick up on the explanations of them uh, in part two when we uh, reconvene to talk about um, the second uh, section. But how does helpers bring about healing like you said sister candace um the the notion of help uh goes so much deeper than just a need being met you right. know um a, a true help gives you an advantage no matter mm. what you are doing mm. that is what i want our listeners to understand true help in life gives you advantage and so when you get the holy spirit you get an advantage spiritually and physically. You get an advantage in your Christian life. Right. When you get true help in life, remember, my definition of a helper is someone who makes life or the performance of life task easy. easy. And so true help in life at every level gives a person an advantage. And that is where the healing comes in. Yeah. 
Um, like you mentioned that you need money to pay your bills and somebody gave you money to pay the bills. So where is the healing? The healing came in because you have been given an advantage of time and resources. Um, wow. And that is what brings the healing. Um, the time that you could have spent working for that money yourself, um, somebody has taken that. And that is a price you cannot pay. Mm. That is, uh, we talked about times and seasons, and I made people understand uh, in season one that time is a currency mm -hmm. that you use to exchange for things. So the time that you would have exchanged for that money, the person did not just give you the money, mm. but he also or she also gave you a rescue of time. Mm. So that gives you an advantage. You get resources. So I, I, I kid you not, um, uh, so many people um, miss out on the benefits of helpers because they don't know these things. Yeah. And I pray that um, through uh, our section, both part one and part two, God will be able to help us um, heal from these things. You know, yeah. many make the mistake in life of assuming that people who are struggling in life is just because they don't have the talent or the education or the knowledge mm -hmm. to succeed. That's why they are struggling. Mm. But my listener, I want to assure you that is not true. That's not, as a matter of fact, believe you me, many are stuck where they have talent. There are people who have skill, they have talent, mm -hmm. they have abilities, but mm -hmm. they are stuck. And I submit to you that it's not because they lack those things, but rather they lack the helpers. Remember mm -hmm. the story I told you in the beginning? He had all the knowledge. He was in proximity to his healing. But yet, because of the absence of help, because of the absence of men or women or human or people, he was stuck there for 38 years. Mm -hmm. So help brings you healing through connection, uh, through teaching, through protection, through counsel, through of uh, by offloading burdens and we will be talking about all these in detail in part two uh when we pick up from uh how helpers bring about healing thank you and you know listeners um everyone needs help with what dr joe said everyone needs help the most successful people on the planet need help the most richest needs help Everyone needs help. And so the notion that sometimes I'm asking for help or I'm seeking for help is because I have not reached there or I'm not this or I'm not that. It's a lie from the devil. Every single person needs help. And with the understanding that Dr. Joe gave, it's so profound because if we can think about help in the essence of healing, we will know how to appreciate the little that people do for us that, that, that we'll know how to be grateful and that is one of the things too and i think it will tie into our next question with what prevents help you know when someone does something some of us we don't know how to appreciate we don't know how to be grateful because we don't know the headache that it has saved us oh so what you just gave me one month rent so what <laughs> you know? but if you can appreciate you never know that person can pay for your rent for the whole year and that is one of the things that we we do to prevent future helps or helpers so we're gonna dive more into it uh, we're gonna dive more into how we prevent our helpers or prevent help in our walk in life or in our purpose um but this is just a little 
you know, tease that I've given you. So be expectant for part two of the people we meet obtaining help. Dr. Joe, over to you as we close this session. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Sister Candice. And you hit the nail right on the head. Um, when we see um, the value of helpers, we are able to seek for the right help and we are also able to get the right help and not be an obstacle to our own help in life. Mm -hmm. Dear listener, as I told you, I am excited about this year because a lot of the things that we will be talking about in section two will in themselves help you heal. And so imagine having a condensed session of all these things together. Uh, Sister Candice mentioned gratitude, and we have a section on gratitude coming up under relationships. And I kid you not, it's powerful. God bless you so much for joining us this week. We look forward to seeing you again, same time next week. And again, dear listener, if you have any questions or concerns, we do post a reel of our podcast on YouTube and on, uh, and on Facebook. Facebook. Kindly post your questions or your comments there. Uh, we are still working on getting a website up so that you will be able to directly send your questions to us. But until then, we can use these other um, social media platforms so we can address your questions and concerns and uh, help each other heal. God bless you so much, friends. This was our first episode of season two in yes. the year 2024. And the topic is the people we meet obtaining help. God bless you so much. We will see Thank you same time next week. Bye-bye. See you.